You're listening to The Fearless Hustle Collective, a podcast for creative female entrepreneurs and a home to honest conversations about the ups and downs of running your own business. I'm your host and business mindset coach, Anna Dunleavy, and we'll explore topics on self-doubt, following your intuition, and why self-limiting beliefs might be holding you back. Hello and welcome back. This season is slightly different to what I originally imagined season six would be and it's all about finding opportunity and adversity. It's been recorded between week five and six of the UK lockdown during the global pandemic and I chat to female business owners about how they have adapted their businesses and how they have found opportunities during these changing times. It's really my hope that you'll find little pieces of inspiration within each conversation from how we approach our working lives to the journey within that this time has really encouraged us to take. Let's dive right in. Why don't we start with you um, telling us a little bit about yourself and what it is that you do? Okay, so uh, my name is Sophie Cullenbine. I am a wedding florist. I own Sophie's Flower Company. We were established almost 10 years ago now. And we predominantly do weddings and events, although we do have a shop uh, rurally based um, in Nottinghamshire. And uh, I have a little boy called Otto, and that's it, really. And so you've been doing kind of floristry for around 10 years. Was that always in, in the wedding industry? Yes. So I went back to college and retrained about 12 years ago and then set up my business. And um, it's gone from strength to strength, really, mainly wedding based um and looking for a little bit more event work but we do all all manners of floristry really from bouquets to uh, funeral flowers to just grab and goes as well and we also started growing this year because we've moved into new premises which as I said we're on a farm yeah that sounds amazing so we can talk about that um in a minute I'm assuming that during your time um of being a florist you've not experienced any changes in the industry as we are seeing now no you're absolutely right I mean I set up in um as I said 10 years ago so it was the back end of the recession so it was a really peculiar time to start anyway but I think when you have such an enthusiasm for a business that you really want to get it going you sort of sideline those fears and you really crack on and then over the years we've we've had several different shops we've moved to bigger shops at one point I had two shops and then last year we moved um, out of a town off a high street and into a more rural location so that we had more space and then of course uh, the pandemic's hit which is completely unprecedented isn't it and nobody could even even begin to be thinking about being prepared for such a shock really no no and particularly the wedding industry obviously has been I mean as as many of the industries have but particularly the wedding industry has been hit quite um drastically in the sense that a lot of the work that I think I'm assuming it's probably the same for you a lot of my work is being postponed not only to the end of this year but actually until next um kind of summer season so that's going to have a knock-on effect on next year's kind of takings as well I guess absolutely and I think as well um I'm, I'm not sure how it is so much with photography but very much with flowers um, we see huge price fluctuations. So we were already anticipating a price fluctuation coming in with Brexit. Um, and that would therefore mean that we would probably see a price increase. Well, of course, with everybody and our poor bridegroom, brides and bridegrooms having to postpone their wedding, then yes, of course, we're shifting these weddings over to next year. But 
that's having a knock-on effect then for next year's bookings because we're filling up so fast but we're filling up with potentially ones that we quoted maybe one or two years ago so even if we are fully booked next year we still won't be I don't think making the margins that we would have been making had there all been new clients yeah yeah no definitely and you mentioned moving into kind of growing your own flowers was that a plan for the beginning beginning of this year or was that something that was already kind of happening a little bit longer um well we had a bash at it last year and it was fairly disastrous because we didn't really know what we were doing and uh, and then it's just it's lovely isn't it it's quite serendipitous when you meet the right people um mm. And I met a really lovely girl called Chrissy who trained at the college, who was training at the college that I trained at. I met her through the Flowers from the Farm organisation, which is British Growers, um, which I was really new to. And um, she was aware of our company. And so she came and gave us a load of advice and her business is called Running Wild Floral. So she sort of joined us on a freelance basis and really got us fired up. Um, so we've been planting from seed. And then we got into RHS Chatsworth. Um, to be one of the floral designers, one of five floral designers. So then we were growing for that as well. Mm-hmm. So it's really exciting. And obviously <laughs> it was really exciting uh, and everything's now on hold. So um, yeah. yeah, it's been a huge learning curve. Yeah. And so with the show, is that, I, I seem to think that I read that it was a part of it anyway, it was going to be online. Is that happening? Um, well, we haven't heard anything as far as, um, Obviously, RHS have been in touch with us. They have just said they'll be in touch further for next year and they'll hold our place open for next year. So I think that's really where we are with it. I don't think we'll be doing anything online with them, but we will just be just hoping that we'll still have our place that we won this year to go back and try and recreate what we planned this year. Yeah, because it would have been obviously something you would have been really looking forward to. And as you say, you would have been working towards that already is growing flowers and, and all the rest of it. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I've got about 300 apricot foxgloves that um, I'm going to have absolutely no use for at the moment. But again, because it's all been a learning curve, it, it doesn't feel entirely like it's gone to waste. Um, and it's kept me really busy, especially during the lockdown, because it's meant that I've had to go down to the farm every day, tend to everything, give everything a bit of water, look over everything. So it's definitely kept me busy. Yeah, so looking back at the plans that you were making at the beginning of the year, what has changed and how have you had to adapt given the current situation? So it's funny, isn't it? how 2020 everybody seemed to be getting their 90 day goals in place I had Mm -hmm. a a business coach and we were putting together a really wonderful grand plan stuff was really beginning to align um you know I just really wanted it I wanted to have a more productive less stressful year I wanted a little bit more time off with my family um but I really still wanted to nail those big clients as I think we all do um and then it's all changed, hasn't it? So there's just something so bizarre about having all these plans and thinking, oh, yeah, no, we should be doing this by now. But but we're not. And we don't know when we're going to do it. We have no idea. Um, so, yeah, things are taking a, a different turn now, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have you, I mean, we've spoken kind of briefly about this, and I think that you have managed to draw out some kind of opportunities and some 
positives out of that current situation. So what is it that you're kind of currently introducing into your uh, business, I guess? So firstly, I just looked at what we had as far as um, sort of a rolling clientele. So we offer um, contracts to businesses and to private homes. Um, obviously, a lot of the businesses were hospitality, so they all shut down. But then I was looking at the private homes and thinking, people are missing flowers. I'm missing being there. So we just put out a little shout out on Instagram and actually managed to pick up about 40 orders. Um, for fortnightly delivery of flowers to people's homes in the area. So that's something that we've really cracked on with and we've gone back in today and we're going back in tomorrow um, just to start the ball rolling or at least ticking over. So that's definitely been an area that we've, we've focused on. I mean, obviously, we can't do a lot of bespoke bouquets um, because the suppliers aren't available. But then second to that, I'm extremely fortunate that I have a really lovely landlord and he came to me and said, how would you feel about um, potentially looking at hiring our Barnes offers for a wedding venue? Now, a few years ago, they did run, I think, four or five weddings there. Um, so it has got the capacity to do it. And it's a really beautiful setting, um, just nestled in the Vale of Beaver. And I thought, yeah, why not? So I sort of teamed up with one of my friends, who is Georgie from Addo Events, and she's a wedding planner. And of course, she's in exactly the same situation that we're all in in the wedding industry. Complete loss of income for this year. What are we doing? How are we going to claw it back? And yeah, so that's where we are. We have been putting together a proposal for it. We're pulling in suppliers. We're hoping to showcase um, and use both of our experience with. Uh, sort of floral styling and her experience on the more event side and we will be hopefully um sort of trialing for a couple of months next year and it's just a great opportunity for especially if there's brides that can't get rebooked for their ideal date somewhere else or people that can't find a date to book their wedding then hopefully we'll be have an opportunity to help out some of the bride and groom yeah that's amazing and so your landlord did he come to you as this was kind of all unraveling or was it kind of something a conversation that you were having already um it was something that had been touched on when I moved there about uh, mm -hmm. 18 months ago and then for whatever reason it sort of been sidelined you know we were stacked out with weddings that was our focus and I think he just looked at us and thought Oh, and how are you doing today? I was like, oh, well, with no weddings now in April or in May. And I think mm -hmm. you could just probably looking at the situation and thinking this tenant isn't, from his perspective, probably isn't going to last the next year or so. Um, and had that open heart and said, do you want to give it a go? And so here we are, really. Um, so I'm extremely lucky that, that that's available. It's on site it's it's behind our greenhouses where we're growing stuff um yeah I feel really lucky really lucky yeah and I guess it's something that could really potentially become a massive part of your business going forward it's not just a quick fix for this season or next year it's potentially a kind of a long-term thing that could really grow absolutely so we as we say we just don't know what's going to happen initially he had suggested should we do it in August and September? And my gut feeling was it's too soon. 
and people don't want to be rushing into booking anything anyway at the moment. So he has offered us the eight weeks for next next year and providing that that goes smoothly um, and providing that we do a great job and that we get the satisfaction that we want out of it as well. Um, then yeah, I, I'm really confident that this could be something that we would open up on a yearly basis. Yeah, that sounds amazing. And so aside from the kind of two different income streams that you are now considering and looking at, what other lessons have you learned through all of this? Is there anything that kind of um, has, you know, become a lot clearer for you, I guess? Um, do you know what's been really interesting? To begin with, I really ploughed into the Facebook action groups for the wedding industry. And then I just felt so pulled down to a certain degree by a lot of negativity and people not getting what they needed and everybody worrying. And, and I just realized that actually, if you communicate with your brides and you're fairly open, everybody's in exactly the same pickle, aren't they? You know, everybody's losing money everybody's panicking everybody's unsure but it just seems like communication was just the thing to do was picking up the phone speaking to I think especially other women in business I've got a couple of friends that are not necessarily in this industry but one owns an architect business and speaking to other people that were struggling and kind of puts everything else into perspective mm-hmm. with your own business doesn't it and you think yeah this isn't just me and this, this, these clients, are, I got married last year and I think, gosh, if, I, if this was all happening to me, I know how stressed I would feel. So I think it was about communication and kindness. And instead of being wrapped up in all the negativity of we can't do this, we can't do that, is that actually what, what can we do? Yeah, yeah. You know, that, and it was just a conversation with Georgie from Ado just saying, she said, I've got to find a different income stream. I've got to di- be more diverse. And then this came along. And immediately through conversation and kindness, then you put the pieces together and it just seems to create other opportunities. That's yeah. What I think anyway. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think in any difficult situation, of course, there are going to be, you know, problems that arise. It's, it's, and it's hard to deal with. And particularly to begin with, I think everyone was in a bit of a, you know, state of shock actually. Um, but like you say, you know, you've got to look for those opportunities. And as a business owner as well, I think you have to look for ways in which you can, you know, do what you can to save the business. Absolutely. I think you can be all doom and gloom and just think, well, that's it. You know, and I, I am 100% guilty of just thinking, I cannot believe I've worked 10 years. I've got to the point where I wanted to step back a little bit from my business. And now this has happened. You know, I've got a new girl starting in July. Um, that was coming to join me, you know, I was thinking I won't be able to take her on. Um, and I felt the doom and gloom that everybody felt. I really, really did. But then I think after a couple of weeks off, I'm really finding the time to kind of settle back into yourself and your home life, I think, a little bit as well. It changes your perspective a little bit. And I think that, again then opens up an own conversation with yourself thinking what do I really want from all of this do I want to return to that really crazy non-stop manic peak season or do we want to take things a little bit slower how could we spread it out over the year um yeah I think it really brings up different questions which is really positive 
I think a lot of people have been thinking about how do we want to now go forward because it's okay kind of keeping going being busy like you say kind of taking on um lots of weddings perhaps and having a really really busy wedding season but how is that actually making you feel and how is that relating to the life that you want to be living I guess uh yeah I absolutely completely agree and I'm sure you're the same that in wedding season and it's back to back and you feel like your feet don't touch the ground and you wake up every morning the alarm goes super early and then you know you're up you're out you're doing it you're coming back you're doing it all over again and then you're thinking right it's just four more days until my next day off and sometimes you know in the wedding industry if you've got midweek weddings you're like oh I haven't actually got a day off for the next few weeks um but then having all this time off and finding the time to do the things that you really you know you should be doing for a start you know like a bit of a tiny little bit of yoga every day is something I've been trying to do and just Mm stretching and things like that that normally you wouldn't consider essential you think you found the time to do it and you can feel the difference that that makes to who you are and you think do I really want to return to to how it was before yeah and so do you think you're going to carry that across going definitely Mm -hmm. yeah I think so I think I'm going to learn to say no to things a lot more um I think I am extremely guilty like a lot of people of never turning anything down Mm. and then um feeling completely frazzled and you'd hate to say no to people and actually because of the situation that we've been in it's been a lot easier to say no I'm sorry we can't do that now or we won't be able to offer that or this is what we can do and I think that's felt really good in a way to be standing my own ground and giving myself that little bit of space and I think going forward already by filling up next year I was looking at the dates thinking no I'm not taking any more that month that's going to be enough for that month now um which is I'd never operated like that before yeah yeah "Yeah, we'll fit it in yes of course we'll fit it in no problem um and already I'm taking a a steadier stance on next year's bookings that's for sure yeah no that's definitely a positive it's something that I had to go through I had to go through quite a busy season to realize that actually I I didn't necessarily want to be you know out all the time in the summer because that's the only time that I can spend with my son so it is about kind of creating those boundaries that will help you to kind of have the life that you actually really want to live oh I completely agree and it's it's quite strange because Otto goes to school next year so I was thinking gosh I'm never going to get this time again never again am I going to get a summer where I spend this length of time with him Mm. um and I've really cherished that I really have you know the daily walks and the stopping to turn over logs and count how many slugs and woodlice you can see and Mm -hmm. you know the things are normally you'd be going come on come on we've got to get going we've got to get going we've got to go here we've got to do that just that slowing down has just been golden really really has yeah so if there was you know one bit of advice that you could give someone who perhaps is running their own business at this time what would it be I think try not to be dragged down with all the negativity Mm -hmm. I think look ahead I believe that the kindness side of it is just you need to be kind to yourself and you need to be kind to everybody else that's in the same situation um everybody's struggling especially all the bride and grooms you know it's heartbreaking for these guys um 
and take that time to to sort of reset because I think it when you slow down and you reset you you get a clearer picture somehow and speak to other people in the industry there are so many opportunities out there as well that nobody's on their own are they no I think about communicating with the others as well that's it I think you're absolutely right that you know if you want to find a way you will find it but it's just about kind of communicating with others and being open to um, perhaps different ways of working as well yeah absolutely and and the good old don't compare yourself to what the people are doing because that's so easy to do isn't it when you're like I know that I was very much looking at my um, peers in the floral industry and just being like, oh gosh, well, they're opening. Maybe I should be opening. Maybe I need to be online. And then I'm frantically ringing my website guys. You need to get me online thinking, no, I don't. I don't need to do that. I don't want that commitment. I just want to go back and do a little bit and, and be a little bit more in charge of it. But you can really, especially with more time, get yourself quite caught up in the old comparison issue, can't you? yeah yeah just doing things that you feel like you should be doing because everybody yeah absolutely else is. Yeah, yeah completely definitely so thank you so much sophie uh where can people find you um so you can find us on instagram at sophie's flower co you can find us on facebook and sophie's flower company or at www.sophiesflowerco.co.uk amazing thank you so much for your time thank you so much for tuning in as always i'd be so so grateful if you could leave a review on itunes so that other female creatives can find this podcast too